Hey folks, it's Sir Richard Wentworth. When you're ready to buy a car, True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Every day, True Car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings, and True Car users save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these 3 easy steps. First, download the True Car mobile app or go to truecar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step is simple. Take your guaranteed savings certificate to the True Car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. With True Car, you can save time, save money, and never overpay. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit truecar.com today. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Manunos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin. Welcome back, After Buzzers. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Uh, and welcome to another episode of Scorpion After Show here on AfterBuzz. My name is Nando Velasquez, and I am joined today by the dynamic duo of Monsi Bolanos. Yes, hi everybody! So good to be back. Happy New Year! Yeah, and Rylan Adams. Hello. This epic music we Seriously. have going on. We, Super epic. We didn't have. Yeah, I mean, Scorpion doesn't have a theme song, so every week we get to pick something new. And I figured since uh, there was a lot about video games in this episode about a shooter, uh, I was thinking. Of a good uh, song, so we decided to go with Uncharted. If you guys didn't recognize that, so that's the Uncharted theme right there. Uh, anyway, so yeah. Well, so speaking of uh, video games, that's pretty much what this episode was about. First of all, the episode was called Kill Screen, mm-hmm. uh, which when I hear Kill Screen, I think of uh, the King of Kong. Um, the documentary, The King of Kong, they were talking a lot about kill screens. Kill screens back in the old days, which I can remember a lot better than you two can, probably. <laughs> we're like, uh, yeah, we're yeah I can totally yeah, remember yeah. that. <laughs> kill screens were, uh, if you were really, really good, let's say at like Donkey Kong, uh-huh. uh, cause the, the, the documentary, uh, King of Kong, uh, featured that. Uh, if you got like to level like, 800 and something and I'm making up the numbers so don't quote me on it all of a sudden the game stops and you get this really weird like the the computer just overloads and it comes up with what's called a kill screen which is just random characters all over the place oh. but in this case uh the video the name of this show kill screen this episode really is about a video game that apparently caused the death of CIA agents, a federal agents. And, uh, so let's talk a little bit about this. And, and this was, I gotta say, last episode that we covered, which was the Christmas episode, right. was such a good episode. It was my favorite episode. Right. And this one uh, seems to be really, really good too. I like this one, not in the same way. It wasn't as intense as that last episode, but I really like 
how they got Ralph involved, and Ralph was directly involved in this one, mm-hmm. and uh, there seemed to be a lot of conflict, and it wasn't like Tension this, too. yeah, and it wasn't like this super crazy villain, you know, the cartel or whatever right, else, which I kind of like because that always ends anticlimactic, you know, yeah. So this was good to kind of have a good balance. It, it didn't have, right. yeah, it didn't end the same anticlimactic way as some of those episodes did. Mm-hmm. This was a more relatable episode as well, and a lot of it really had to deal with the politics of, of Ralph and. Um, and his relationship yeah. on the team and Walter's relationship with him ultimately. We'll yeah. get more into that. Um, what are you guys, what's your guys' like first impressions, first of all, on the show, on this episode? On this, I mean, poor Anando and Ry- Rylan had to hear me <laughs> cursing at the television. Every she time. was so mad at Drew this whole episode, uh, just freaking out. I just, he just, no. I, I, I'm pretty willing to bet that if we listen to a couple of episodes in the beginning of the season, it was true. No, no, no. Yeah. true. No. Can we have him on the show? No. Can we have him on the show? And now she's screaming at him. No, now. I mean, hey, I yeah. would gladly have him sitting right across from me in a show. I just hate his character. Drew. I hate the character of Drew but he, in relation to Ralph. He, okay. In his stance, though, he's trying to protect him, like trying to look out for Drew's best interest when he feels this whole team of Scorpion is like making bad decisions for Ralph in a bad place for him to grow up. Right. I, I disagree as well. I'm just trying to look out for Yeah, like I totally him. understand how he is trying to be a, a dad. Mm-hmm. But he's like, dude, I'm a boy. You, you can't been? just come out of nowhere and be like, hey. That's my son. I am going to be very stern and separate him from something that clearly Ralph likes to be around. Okay. I mean, every episode we see mm-hmm. him tell Paige, do I have to go to school? Can I just stay? I want to build a rocket. Yeah, and it starts here. with that today. Again. Yeah, and it started again today. Like, mm-hmm. So it's bothering me that you <laughs> clearly don't know your son mm-hmm. because you haven't been around. So don't think, don't start saying like that he needs to be taken out of this environment because he's losing his childhood. I think it's what do you know? I think it's also Drew's complex though, trying to measure up to competing with Walter because it is like this team of geniuses. He's like coming in and trying to care. I know it's like where have you been the rest of his life? But yeah, but where you been? (laughs) There was that one line. There was that one line where uh, where Drew said, "Make time for me." And then, yeah. and then Walter was like, well, considering, you know, your history, that's right. a really interesting thing, way to put it, you yeah. know. Puts him in his place. Yeah, puts him in his place. And Drew actually put his hands on Walter. So we definitely see, we definitely see the, the tug of war between Drew and, uh, and Walter for Ralph. Awkward yeah. situation for Paige to be in too, because she sees both. Well, I think the thing that probably would piss you off the most out of this whole thing is ultimately Drew seemed to be right about some of this stuff. And Walter realizes this by the end of the episode that he needs to treat Ralph, you know, not as a best friend, but he has to be like an adult who is, you know, showing him, looking out for his best interests. Yeah, but I think that was more of what Toby said. I don't think it's necessarily what Drew said. Drew was just saying that that he was robbing him of his childhood. But it's like, no, because that's... Ralph is a different child. Like you can't say that he he's should a be genius. Grown. He's hacking he's a genius. into CIA exactly. yeah. like, level intelligence. Well, like, your idea of childhood is not the same for him. Mm. Which Toby was like, right. you know, you need to. It's more than being a friend. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a mentor, it's more than that. And I agree. I, you know. Yeah. He. Well, I did love that line. I did love that line that Drew said that just because they didn't have a normal childhood doesn't mean they need to steal his normal childhood as right. well. A childhood from him right. uh, as well. Uh, you know, the way I look at it too is that, look, you know, 
I figure Ralph can, Ralph can get in trouble on his own, although he's 10 years old. Right. He's still probably a little bit at that age where he should be monitored more, yeah. where parents usually monitor kids more, especially a, a kid like Ralph who doesn't really have many friends. Mm-hmm. So, you know, usually you, you're 10 years old and you get to hang out with your friends. That's when you get in trouble. Yeah. Ralph's friends are Team Scorpion. Right. So, right. yeah. A team and, of geniuses. A team of geniuses who are adults who, who ought to know better when yeah. it comes to certain things with Ralph. And in Walter's defense, he was thinking he was getting uh, Ralph into this realm of people that could talk the same talk with him because kids Ralph's age yeah. can't keep up with his type of chatter or that satisfies right. him. So Walter was thinking he was looking out for his best interest, but then he also didn't turn the switch that that is a level of communication he shouldn't yet. Well, I mean, don't forget, the, the, this team of geniuses don't have the best social skills anyway. Right. right. So, so I don't think it's something Walter intentionally put Yeah. In. Walter right. looks at Ralph as a fellow genius. Yeah. Right. And he's not even necessarily paying attention to his age. If anything, Walter seems to be the only person that can break through Ralph's masks right. and his yeah. shell that he has and keep him interested and keep him interested so uh, I think Walter realizes he still has to talk to him a certain way he he talks to Ralph a certain way different than he would to Toby for example Mm -hmm. but I think he still doesn't have that relationship uh, that he is a kid other than the fact that I think I think Walter actually sees himself as a kid too with him yeah well there were a lot of interesting like parallels between uh, Ralph Ralph breaking into the government and what he did as what Walter yeah, well, did as a kid as they well. brought that they brought that yeah. up too that was interesting you know it was interesting too is is when uh, is I, I didn't pay as much attention to it but in the beginning when when you saw Ralph playing the video game mm-hmm. with, with the bed cover uh, on top of Overhead, him which is a yeah. bit of a, a bit of a little right, yeah, yeah. Uh, the adults would be like okay that doesn't look like the same thing yeah I was like to find the computer I was like it's family hour yeah if normal kids are doing that they're not playing in a hidden yeah, level no, of a video right, game. Right. But uh, but anyway, when Paige uh, ended up pulling the bed covers up, uh, we saw Ralph in his like space suit, suit uh, pajamas, right. Right. which we referenced in the beginning in the pilot episode that uh, that uh, Walter had a space suit uh, or, or like a NASA, a NASA sweater yes. when he was busted. So I almost think that was a little bit of a callback to oh, wearing those pajamas. Right. Definitely. So, and I also thought, uh, I mean, it was a little confusing in the beginning seeing Ralph playing this hidden level and then going to the uh, CIA safe house. Uh, like a little too realistic. Yeah. yeah. For a second I was like, did Ralph kill these people by just from walking around in a video game? It right. was a little confusing in that sense too. Yeah. But kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. There was certain parts of the, of the beginning of the episode, like in between when we were getting all information. Everything happened so quickly. Like, we found out so much of what happened in that game with Ralph yeah. in such a short amount of time of the episode. They explained mm-hmm. it very quickly. And it kept unraveling. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just one thing he did. It was like, oh, this led to this, and then it led to this. Well, yeah, when the Justice Department picked them up, which, first of all, that's a pretty creepy, scary scenario. Yeah. That is. If you are a kid or your parent, and all of a sudden, you know, the Justice Department comes, like, to the front of your school before you get your kid to school and take you into custody. Right. That's really... That's, that was really... Uh, uh, well, I guess considering the nature of what was going on, I guess it was necessary, right. but still yeah. very tactless, I, I guess, with the Justice Department yeah. doing that in front 
another kid's school. Yeah, it seemed dramatic. Yeah, a little <laughs> dramatic. But yeah, it was a little confusing as to, I guess, you know, Eckhart, who was the agent in the Justice Department who was in charge of this investigation, was trying to figure out if Ralph designed the game or or assisted in designing mm-hmm. the game. Which is hilarious that they think so. I mean, he is a genius, but like Ralph sitting like under his bed sheets creating <laughs> software creating, to like yeah. affect the CIA. Hacking into the CIA. Yeah. But then again, you know, as we start finding out, first of all, it sounds ridiculous. But then when when he confesses that Walter's been teaching him how to decrypt files know, and, and taking him to dark sites, mm-hmm. which, I, you know, that's an interesting thing, too. I'm not uh, – well, I'm not a hacker. I don't think any of us are here. No. But, uh, you know, and I – I'm pretty good with a video game, but I don't, I'm not aware of <laughs> dark sites where you can actually get an advanced screening, you know, to get a play, you know, right. an advanced opportunity to play a game. But years before it's even released, rather. Yeah, I don't know it. if that was being dramatic, but even months before it still would be pretty cool. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I thought that was a pretty cool little, little thing to discover. But yeah, but here's Ralph living in like, you know, the hacker world, uh, so to speak, uh, in dark sites communicating with other hackers and other designers. We end up meeting, uh, you know, mini danger. Yeah. Who, uh, Dang also it. called Nate, yeah, who was Nate. having a conversation with Ralph, didn't even know Ralph was 10 years old. Right. And He's like, that kid's smart for 10 years <laughs> old. Yeah. So really, really interesting. I didn't get a chance to look up Nate's, uh, is the actor. Octavius J. Johnson. He was, Oct- oh, he was Octavius J. Johnson. Okay. Yep. Octavius J. Johnson. Right. Cause I saw, Are you familiar with him? No, but you know, it was interesting cause wasn't the name of the guy that got, that, that was in the safe house, the asset, Octavius as well, or Octavio? Oh yeah, I yeah think, that's why yeah, I when right. I saw that name, I was like wondering like, if, the, if the name of the actor was if the <laughs> oh, name of that actor funny. was Octavius. But if yeah. you looked it up, and, and then I believe you. Yeah, I literally uh, just did it right before the show. Awesome, started. good, thank you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so uh, well, first of all, before we get to that, we 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 see that. Uh, you know, since Ralph's in danger, and this is what motivates Walter uh, on half of these episodes, it seems to be always a kid in danger or mm-hmm. helping a kid out or helping family out. Um, that's Walter's motivation for this episode to clear Ralph from this psycho agent Eckhart who really thinks that Ralph right. is, a, you know. <laughs> and also to be able to clear his conscience because he know that he got Ralph into this right. situation. Yeah. And Scorpion as well. There's a lot at risk because as soon as it brings Scor- – like Paige – gets brought in and then Ralph's in it and then they're like Scorpion the team of geniuses and then it's like everything everyone's kind of affected by this right it yeah. wasn't just Ralph mm-hmm. yeah. everyone's affected up by this but of course there's multiple levels here especially for Walter because you know it's still not clear 100% if I, I, you know we didn't really talk about it much but it's not clear if everything that Walter's doing uh, with Ralph like getting the, the uh, getting the rocket and working on that and being friendly with Ralph even though he's legitimately friendly with Ralph if there isn't the added bonus of trying to woo Paige and also trying to steal Ralph away from Drew and get Drew out of the picture. Either way, I mean, because he has a good excuse. Like, it's a lot of money for a short amount of time if he can crack it because it's $15 million. But then it's also Ralph's interest and Paige. And we already saw it was working because as uh, Ralph's leaving, he told Paige, he's like, I want to come here after school. She's like, no, you have plans. We're doing that. Ralph wants to, Ralph wants to go back to do the rocket afterwards when, uh, when they're in the police station, when they're in the the Justice Department Mm -hmm. station and Drew is there. Ralph wants to talk to Walter. Yeah, so so we're seeing it's taking its toll on Drew, who who w- disappeared about how many episodes ago? Like one or two episodes right. ago. So we know that he's he's here inconsistently as it is, and here he is coming back from Portland, and 
Ralph is like, I want to talk to Walter. I want to talk to Walter. Yeah. I want to relate to Walter. So, so obviously, you know, there is an added bonus for Walter when he's doing all this stuff Mm -hmm. with, with Ralph to do that. So there's a bit of a clearing it, but it's also making, making up for his error Mm -hmm. with Paige and knowing he's kind of in the doghouse with Paige. (laughs) So anyway, let's talk a little bit about. Uh, I guess their trip to the case. First of all, they end up uh, figuring out where Mini Danger is. He's at a gaming convention, I suppose, mm-hmm. and uh, they found out because Toby ended up uh, realizing, figured out that Nate was a ego maniac, so he started making fun of him, insulting right. him. He was like the easiest way to get one of these guys is insult uh, them, and right? Help somebody As a out. response, yeah. yeah. And and I gotta say, and and this is me. But uh, I used to work in Los Angeles Center Studios, Uh which is where the whole gaming convention took place. So I was very familiar with that building. There's a lot of TV shows. (laughs) Mad Men is probably the biggest show that shoots there right now. But 24 has shot there. There's a bunch of other shows. And, and, you know, it kind of sucks when you know someplace really well, especially (laughs) when it's used for so many different scenes. It's just so jarring to me to see uh to see this place that's just a regular building and all of a sudden they deck it up Made into, into it. a comic yeah that's into how like I a feel gaming convention. Every single time I see a set from Universal Studios. Since yeah. I work there and I give tours of the sets. Every time I see a scene in a movie, in a TV show or a commercial, I'm like, oh look, it's like seeing my friend on yeah. TV. It's like there's New York Street, there's Brownstone Street. Right. It's like I my mean, it's like my friend on television. So yeah, I, I can't be I, I don't I think I, I can't be like um unbiased when I'm looking at that right. and thinking like, does that really look like a gaming convention? Uh, plus uh, like, no. numbers also shot in <laughs> LA Center me, Studios. Just so you know. Well oh, good. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. <laughs> See, so like you. the general audience I had yeah. Know, yeah. but I also don't know what a gaming convention looks like. So, so like, I'm not Rylan the best person oh, to tell you that it doesn't look like one. It doesn't look like <laughs> they well, can tell me any they can tell me this is a gaming convention. And I'd be like, oh. I've been to E3. Oh, wow. That does not look like E3. I'll tell you that yeah. much. Okay. But, um, but I'm with Rylan. I wouldn't know either. So right, it, it cool. also got me. I, and incidentally, uh, Numbers also shot at LA Center Studios. And they did a Comic-Con scene in that same area. Oh. So I guess if you watch Numbers, you probably recognize maybe the setup a little bit from oh. Numbers as well. Uh, just a little extra trivia there. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, so the gang goes in. And one interesting thing that we got to see is Sylvester playing this game game there's this room I, now this i never heard of i've been to e3 but i've never heard of this and maybe it's possible i don't know uh where the only way you can enter this room is if you play this like ancient game they made it sound a little, little more like a freemium type game yeah. right. where you kill 30 dinosaurs in, in 30, 30 seconds it's like an infinite runner that you get to kill and slap yeah. people yeah. and sylvester says uh, obviously people like page can't play or whatever else and no. nothing the whole group wouldn't be able to get in but uh, maybe happy. She seems like she can do anything. Yeah. Who's that? Happy. happy. She just. I feel like they're always just like happy. You do. I this. don't know. But happy. I think happy doesn't have patience for a game. Right. As but if it was a shoot 'em up, <laughs> if right. it was a shoot 'em up, yeah. But a little dinosaur cutesy game, right. not happy style. Anyway, Sylvester says if he gets thirty kills in ten seconds, can. Uh, can they all get in? And the pretty uh, booth babe is like, no one can do that. She never confirms that she would, but she's like, no one can do that. No one can do that. But no, but but after he does it, everyone's in awe. And she says, oh my God, I've seen someone do that once before. El Wapo. 
So automatically, once she said that, I was like, "Oh God, he's got to be El Guapo." It's it's obvious that El she guapo. El Guapo. El guapo. I'm doing a little Americanized. Sorry, uh, <laughs> but I thought you know that was pretty. And she was like, the way she said it too is like she had a crush yeah, on Sylvester. Totally. She's totally. like, well, I mean, she's working the booth at that thing. Hopefully, she is like this Dude, comic nerd that like is obsessed. Most with booth him. babes at E3 do not know anything about video games. <laughs> yeah, no. they that's get, true. They just get hired from a modeling They're agency. They're just promo models. That is 100% yeah, I guess that's true. true. I have a friend that's, uh, yeah. Yep, yeah. they do that. Yeah, most, the majority of booth babes are... But wouldn't are, it be cool if the booth babe was knowledgeable on that? Yeah. Like, that should be a requirement. In I real life? That hard. I mean, they say or the knowledge babes. not necessary. <laughs> it's like is that, that what they say? Yeah, like, the little star will usually, when they look for promo models like that, they're like, knowledge uh, plus, but not necessary. It's oh, just so something? that's a thing that they do yeah. uh, think about, though. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently this one did know, uh, did know, did yeah. know El Guapo. She knows El Guapo. <laughs> so really, really funny. Uh, we get to see a little bit of that in the end, which I think is hilarious. Uh, with Sakade got to, to, now, hey, now, next time I go to E3, if I ever go back again, I don't know. I don't know if I'm bringing my credit card in there now after right? I saw that. That was a little freaky. Uh, I've never had my, my, uh, information stolen like that stripped. but that was yeah. still stripped but that was a little weird uh anyway so they end up finding nate toby ends up using his skills mm-hmm. uh to figure out where nate was and actually also gets on the microphone and gets everyone to take off their their Close. promotional hoods yeah or or i can't so remember what the other name to get yeah he, he gave him a name it wasn't even a cloak it, it was wasn't something even else. a cloak yeah. whatever red riding hood yeah. red cloak. riding hood but anyway nate um again octavius really good at that, that and he didn't look guilty at all. Right. To me, he definitely seemed to be nice. And, uh, you know, they were giving him a hard, obviously, obviously Walter's giving him a hard time mm-hmm. because Walter cares about Ralph and, right. and, and wants to results. get someone. Right, right, right. But Nate obviously seemed to, you know, even it didn't take Toby to realize this guy seemed to be a nice guy. Right. And, uh, you know, he was working with this other guy, Calvin Thorne, who, uh, obviously Don't ended up being the person. That, uh, that they were after, yeah. uh, aka Donald Chen, right. uh, and, and Nate, uh, you know, again, you know, I love that a lot of these hackers that we meet, you know, kind of like Kid Cudi's character and all these other, all these other <laughs> geeks are all just ultimately really, really nice guys that are willing to help out. Right. Nate's like, I'll wear a wire and I'll flush him <laughs> yeah. out, you know, and meanwhile, Donald Chen, uh, aka Donald Chen is, uh, wanted for like assault and all sorts of crazy yeah. stuff. Well, we find that out after, after, after he's already talking to yeah. yeah we find out Sylvester digs that up mm-hmm. uh, right at the time when they're about to meet so and there was yeah. like no time to pull him back and the second the second uh, you know Calvin takes him to the back alley it was pretty obvious that right. yeah this kid was gonna be uh, if it wasn't an 8 o'clock show he probably would have been dead but oh, because- <laughs> yeah, I can't believe he only got shanked I was like Shank. yeah right? right and the actor who plays Calvin <coughs> is Lawrence Cowell I'm gonna K-A-O okay Cow. yeah, yeah. Right? I would say that's Cow. that's Cow. that's a cow moo you know. <laughs> Not that kind of cow. Not that kind of cow. But Not that know. kind of cow. <laughs> Lawrence cow. Yeah. Well, anyway, so uh, in, in, in an interesting, um, you know, full circle, the only way to end up catching Calvin is to end up having Ralph play the very game that Paige Andrew don't want him to play anymore. Yeah. You yeah. know, because now they're going to monitor his actions and, and, you know, Paige never even approved of this game. Uh, so, of course, there's a little bit of a dilemma here, right. moral dilemma. Should we let Ralph play? And uh, Should? No. Paige, should you? It's not a we. 
That's another thing. Drew, sit your butt down, okay? He was like <laughs> all like enforcing. screaming at Drew. Uh-uh, that's Paige's decision. But they did have a lot of parenting conversation. They, they did. And Drew de- definitely stepped up as a parent. To say, I mean, look, he just showed up. I get it. Well, I know. Where have you been the last two episodes? You step up for this problem? What about the problems when I was being a waitress trying to feed him? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You know? I'm going to yeah. try and make a living. This isn't about us being a family. Or wait, no. This isn't about us getting back together. It's about being a family. Like, Shut you want to get back together and it, no. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody got Bye. time for you. Bye-boo-boo. Bye-boo-boo. Because you need to go back to Portland and not return. Well, yeah. Paige even said, what if we don't yeah. want to go? Like, she's happy. She's found her geniuses. She's found mm. her boo, Walter. <laughs> her Another bae. boo. We got Boo Boo and Boo. Nice. Yeah. Really funny. Walter's the Boo. <laughs> Walter's the Boo. Well, anyway, we, we get to see Ralph play the game and, and help Walter catch uh, Donald Chen uh, with that one lever that ended up trapping him. And and again, compared to some of the other episodes, I thought this was a nice way to end it. Yeah. A nice way to catch this guy. This guy was dangerous, but he wasn't like super Art. duper right. dangerous in a way. And, uh, you he know, was again. computer hacker dangerous. Yeah, he was computer yeah. hacker with a little, little, like a badass computer with hacker. Yes. With an edge. With a pipe. With yeah, yeah, with a knife. With a knife. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I thought it was a really good way to, to catch this guy. Uh, and, uh, you know, Ralph getting involved with... This is the most Ralph's ever been involved in a mission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a time limit. I mean, when he's playing the game, you even saw, like, countdown 19 minutes till yeah, the yeah, yeah. till the game is released. Yeah. The six and files. The six levels, yeah. And all the CIA files end up being out in the public for these people that, he, that uh, Donald sold the secrets to to play the game and figure out where the safe houses or the assets are. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I thought it was a really, really good. Um, we talked a little bit about El Wapo. Let, let's talk a little bit about uh, Toby because uh, I think um, it was kind of subtle, but I definitely saw Toby had uh, a lot in this episode about trying to prove himself. Yeah. Yes. He kept having like moral dilemmas about yeah. proving his like right to be there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, Happy said he was a spiller, and then, of course, he makes he a mess two seconds later. Right. But Toby seemed to try to prove himself, uh, you know, with the safe, for example, when yep. they pulled the safe from Calvin's. And, and uh, Happy called him Grimace, which is probably an extra insult to have and Happy then, make fun of him. And then she gets the safe in, like, ten seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Using the water trick that we saw, that we saw a couple episodes ago. Yes. Bringing it back. So, yeah, bringing like, it back. I know, I like it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But the, the time we saw it it was the villains using it yes but and they can learn to and, and I know, I, i'm just and, saying I, it was interesting because now it's them using and it, I actually I, you know not that i'm a safe cracker but i feel like that's not a, a brand new revolutionary way to, br- oh, no. to break safes yeah, but I'm it was sure. just interesting yeah. yeah very interesting to see her bring that back yeah uh yeah but we see toby try and really prove himself in many different ways and you know we see him doing his analytical skills like always uh in catching nate and figuring out which one nate right. is and seeing if nate's lying or not but we get to see you know we we learned in an earlier episode that Toby was in medical training. Mm-hmm. So we got to see him utilize his skills and he got to pretty much hack uh, a little bit of a, of a, you know, hack, hack the van a little bit to save yeah. Nate's life because Nate was losing yeah. blood. He pulled through. Yeah. yeah. So, and, uh, and, I th- and I have to admit, I think Toby was pretty impressed with that too. Yeah, so. with himself. I agree. Yeah. yeah. He knew where to like stop the bleedage and he got a happy tampon. Yeah. The right tampon. First he got the tampon and guys? then he, and then he got to shock, uh, uh, Nate back to life again right. using items in the van. So Happy's not the only person that can just like make a parabolic mic out of out of an umbrella. Right. You know, yeah. Toby can make some stuff up too, uh, which Problem is really good. Solver. And we saw Walter gave Toby some props. 
mm-hmm. uh, at the at end. The end yeah. And we could even see that his conversation with Toby changed a little bit, too. Yeah. So, which I thought was really, really cool yeah. and really interesting. And so, yeah. Another cool thing I thought about Toby in this episode yeah. was how uh, Gallo kind of called him out on how he had been looking at Happy or checking Happy out. At the very beginning, he's like, I've been watching her. And then he's like, we've noticed. (laughs) I I like that, that it was like, even though they didn't really have any other uh, type of flirtation going on in this episode, it was, they still didn't let us forget that there is something there. That's what I like a lot about Toby's character is that he can call, he can notice the minute of anybody doing anything, just the slightest thing, and he has a total story made up of right. who they right. are, what beliefs they have, how they grew up, everything else. But he's so unaware of his own presence. Yeah. Right. And he, he's too busy doing it for everybody else. He like needs to sit down. He needs to take figure, a break. Yeah. Set some New Year's resolutions. Some new, yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but you know, you would think that someone like uh, if, if let me put it this way: if there was a spy who had that kind of knowledge, right. they would probably use it on themselves so they could be more of a spy, so they could be more invisible, so they could mask their identity. But Toby does not do that at all. No. Toby's just completely blunt and out there. And even like when he's interested and happy, even Callow has to call him out and go, "Yeah." We've noticed. Right. We totally noticed. <laughs> so, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, uh, pretty much Toby got to prove himself a little bit. And then we talked a little bit about this, but uh, I, I think it's important just to, to bring this whole thing back to Ralph, Drew, and Walter. Uh, first of all, Walter has decided not to um, treat Ralph as a as a, just a buddy yes. anymore. Now he's going to realize that he gets to act more like a grown-up. And I think one thing he said was really cool is that we're good people, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're smart people doing good things, and we're we're teaching him to be a smart grown up eventually. Yeah, yeah, live up to a full to his full potential potential in a safe place. Yeah, yeah. in a safe place. Mm-hmm. So uh, I do like that, and obviously that's what Walter wants, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And I think that wins over Paige a little bit. Yes, that and the smack comment. Yeah. yeah. What is a group of jellyfish called? A smack. Another callback. I, I like the fact that there are little callbacks here and there yeah, right. throughout this episode. There seem to be a lot of callbacks. I also yeah. thought when he was like, the number one thing that matters to me, he's like gazing in her eyes. I was like, it's you, Paige. It's yeah, you. Yeah, you said that. Just, Just Ralph. It. Just Ralph. But it's fine. Just... We know by Ralph you mean Paige because you're getting to Paige through Ralph. Yeah. We know the truth. So, yeah, we see we see Walter change a bit. And then we, we talked about Drew. So Drew really, really wants to get this job in Portland so that he can give Paige and Ralph, uh, you know, the money or the lifestyle that he ought to be giving them, mm-hmm. you know, when he left them. But now Paige is an independent woman. Yeah. Well, she's independent, but come she on. She don't need you. No, but come on. Every every single mom could use a little extra child support from the father. Especially if the father wants visitation rights and wants to do that. You yeah. don't want right. a father to just show up. Well, he All can right. send money, but I think Paige is probably making some good money now. Yeah. Yeah, but don't you think at the same time that by even by him saying it's not about us getting back together, that in a way that kind of can win Paige over and see yeah, who really cares about the kid? Walter. 
We don't yeah. need Trish. Yeah, but like, Walter is awkward and all that. Yeah, this. but you can tell by the way she looks at Walter compared to the way she looks at Drew. And she's, she's just kind of waiting. To be a Drew. She's like, like, Drew's a good option. If Walter wasn't around, Drew's a good option. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're good looking. Like, you've got a lot going for you, but just not right now, Drew. I'm sorry. Yeah, not right now. I, I think not ever. You're looking, not at this as a, you're looking at this like it's a reality show. And I think, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's like not all the cards are on the table here. It's not like a confessional, you know, I where they admit everything. everything. You guys. Show. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like yeah, you guys are. This is like soap opera stuff. It's just like I, just because I think I honestly think that he's not completely out of the picture yet. He's not. But he's that's not. Only for and the I think Paige. Line. He could still win Paige. He could still win Paige over. Yeah, for a second. Like a hot minute. Like a hot. Second. He's got to be like a hot minute. As long as there's Scorpion, there's Paige. Yeah, and, and if there's Paige, there's Paige and Walter. Yes. Drew is a side boo. Oh. <laughs> Drew is a sad boo boo. Walter's the boo. And it, she's just waiting. The minute Walter like puts a, a hand on her, like kisses her, it's over. Because you could tell she's just kind of waiting for him to like let oh, he go. He better of, be a good kisser. But then there's still like. <laughs> it's a mess. It's that's yeah. a mess. It's, but that's what I think. We'll get them here and as confessionals. We'll be like, so what do you think for your character? Mm. How do you really feel? I mean, aren't they, they're still dating, right? In real life? Uh, Who? Catherine, Catherine and, uh, and Gable. And, yeah. Really? Yeah. Dios oh, mio, yeah. where have you been? What? Dios mio. <laughs> What? Yeah. We have not had, like, news on the show. It's like, okay, guys. We didn't been, take his medication wait, has it been since the pilot? Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, I the, missed the I, first couple of shows the, here. The, the reason they're together is because of the show. Yeah, they met through the they show. They met through the show. And they started dating. We don't really... We haven't really talked about the gossip or that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. they are... They they have been dating. They have. They've been yeah. spotted together. They've been spotted, spotted. together. Yes. And very photo- indi- you they're best photo- believe I'm going to go do a major creeping on this right We actually yeah. did talk ones. about this, but you weren't on the show yet. Yeah. You no, weren't on the show. It was one of the first episodes. I joined episodes late. This, this is a game changer. <laughs> so, like, the point is, if we brought them here, they would be, like, all lovey-dovey. And we'd be like, see? Just do it in the show. Just just bring that to the show. Good and job, tell- Walter. No, but there will, job, Walter. there will always be friction Pages between the it. two. No, there will always be friction between the two, because that's how TV works. Once they get together, you see, again, I'm, I'm dating true, myself. There, I'm dating myself, but there was a TV show a long time ago called Moonlight. I was like, you're dating yourself? I'm dating myself <laughs> How again. How does that work? No, yeah. Okay, okay. All right. I'm serious for a second <laughs> okay. here. Okay, we, so, get, we get jokey, but so, that was a little obvious. <laughs> that was a little obvious joke. Uh, there was a TV show called Moonlighting. That was where Bruce Willis, before he became a movie star, it was Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepard, and they had these two really awesome characters. They had this really awesome, like, I love you, hate you type chemistry. Mm-hmm. And the second, they everyone wanted them to get together. They had this awesome repartee, and the second they got back together, the show went from like a number one hit from a top rated show to the bottom. Yeah, for I, TV you can't do it. You can't yeah. do that in TV. We're just I, a, regardless of real right. life. Regardless I mean, of real life. I agree, life. and that, to me that happened the same thing with Castle. If you watch Castle, the minute Kate Beckett and Nathan Fillion, yeah, that's when that's Castle when you have together, to start bringing stuff like that. It was that. like, oh, that's and the same because thing with we Cheers. Like the struggle. We want like, yeah. Well, yeah, it's ultimately you know just because people want to see a happy ending doesn't right. mean they want to stay watching it. It means yeah. they need they still need friction. So a happy ending and bye. It's okay. Happy so we'll see. Everybody. Yeah, that's why I, I said it back in predictions a while back. You'll, maybe we'll see a kiss and then we'll see someone get in the way or we'll see something happen. So right. it always, yeah, as yeah, long yeah. as we get something, yeah. Well, 
We'll see. So keep chipping. We'll see. Tree. Anyway, uh, you know, before we we go to predictions, let me just uh, say, hey, it's a new year, and uh, you know, what a great time to rate. Give us a new rating on iTunes. If you are subscribed to us on iTunes, thank you so much for subscribing and listening to us. I know you have other options. Uh, Please comment. Please rate us. Uh, If you're loving the show, please give us five stars because that supports us. That supports the network. It gets us uh, to get some guests on the show, which I keep saying we will. I've been promised we will. Uh, It's just they have a very, very busy schedule here in L.A. Uh, So hopefully we will get them uh, in here. But it really does support us, and it also gives us valuable feedback as to what you want to hear and also thank you to all of those who do post feedback on youtube uh we love reading comments on there too and uh you know we'll do a shout out next week i wasn't prepared to have uh the names up this week but we'll definitely do a shout out next week and you know what we'll shout out itunes we'll yeah. do a special shout out to itunes people because yeah. i think uh you know that really helps us out because that's a valuable rating that we get um scorpion does rate pretty high on the uh itunes top 100 uh our, our scorpion show so it really would be cool to to see us have a high rating and also have people commenting and rating for us. Uh, anyway, that's my spiel on iTunes for 2015. Yay! And let's move on to some predictions. Predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. There'll be a party in here. Oh, you haven't been in this room yet. Rylan's never been in the studio. So, uh, <laughs> it's kind of obvious. He was like, wow, flashy lights. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, so first of all, I'm not sure. We, I didn't get a chance to look it up. I don't know if you did. Uh, but there were no scenes, at least on right. CBS. No. For next week's episode. So or maybe I, it, two weeks. We're does not... that mean, yeah, we don't know if we're being left hanging next yeah. week. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I need to pull that up. I might pull it up really quick while, while you guys are. F- Thinking oh, of predictions? uh predictions, yeah, because yeah, I'll see what it says on IMDb. But yeah, we have no idea what's on next week's episode at all. Mm-hmm. No. So that being said, we have nothing that we could spoil for people who don't like to see scenes for next week. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's true. So purely on so, a guessing game. Yeah, we're purely on a guessing game. <laughs> so what do you guys? What do you guys think? Well, I'm gonna give Hap- er, uh, Paige and Walter a break and go Happy Toby. Okay. okay. I want to see some movement on that relationship. Yeah, okay. we didn't see anything really on that this week yeah so that makes sense yeah i think we can see a little bit more of that i think uh now that drew has mentioned the move to portland Mm -hmm. it seems it's very much near because it it was dropped so i'm guessing it's going to be mentioned again and uh i i have a feeling that Paige is is probably going to leave to like portland for like like an episode or two and then, but not she, without Ralph. No, with, no, with Ralph. Ralph. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, no. Okay. That she's just going to decide sure. to try it out, to try mm-hmm. this whole family thing. I think she's going to try, and it's not. She's going to come back because Ralph doesn't want to be in Portland. Slash he wants her. to be. With <laughs> I could see. I could see Paige and Ralph disappearing for an episode or two yeah. to go up and meet Drew once he gets that job up in Portland. Mm-hmm. And I think if that happens, that would really throw Walter off his game yes. for whatever episode we see him, whatever bad guys he's up against that episode. Yes. And yeah, I okay. could see, I could definitely see, of course, Ralph wants to come back because I think Ralph's really comfortable with um, being a part of Scorpion. But I think that Paige will come back 
to save Walter in some kind of way. Right. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much the best we could do right now with what we what we yeah, have. Yeah. Happy yeah. and Toby are probably going to still flirt around a lot, mm-hmm. and we might have some father son moments with Gallo. And I'd like uh, some more of and, maybe Sylvester, like reveal a little bit more. I want to see more El Wapo. I want to see Guapo. that was a really hilarious scene, seeing him dancing uh, that was and everything. Great. And he's like, but so much has changed. That's embarrassing. I'm like, no, nope, still looks like you. <laughs> I want to see this alter ego of El Wapo some more. Right? I really think it's worth. Uh, Seeing some more. I have a feeling there'll be an episode coming up where we need El Wapo. Do you think they'll drop and- his nickname? What, what? Do you think they'll like continue to call him El Guapo now? Every now and then. Yeah. It'll, it'll just be like a nice little joke every a, now and then. A little then. subtle. Let's yeah. do a shout out to the actor who played El Guapo as a young kid. Okay. Was Eric Osovsky. 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 <laughs> Osovsky. Okay, I believe you. Yeah, that's good. That looks I good. see that. I believe you. Yeah, yeah. good job, kid. Good awesome. Job, El Guapo Jr. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the name of the next episode is Forget Me Nots. And according to IMDb, it does not say uh, when the air date is. So right. we'll find out. You know, we'll post it up on, I'll post it up on Twitter when the next, uh, when the next episode airs, I'm guessing it's next week. It's just odd that they didn't show any clips. Yeah, right. very even odd. For the Christmas break, they did when it was like weeks away. Right. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It might be. It might be something temporarily. We'll we'll figure it out. Anyway, uh, that wraps up this episode yeah. of Scorpion. Uh, so you know, till the next one. Where can we find you guys? I'm on Ryland, or I'm on Ryland Adams. I'm yes. Ryland Adams at Ryland underscore Adams on Twitter. Or if you want to find me on Instagram, I'm at Ryland Adams. No underscore. <laughs> you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Monsi Bolanos. M O N S E B O L A N O S. See you guys next week. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nandovel. N A N D O V E L. Please feel free to follow. Uh, I'm posting all sorts of updates and stuff like that to my website. Uh, and I'm on other AfterBuzz shows. Like Monty's on Gotham, yes. which I'm actually coming in to do Gotham Yay, this week, which I'm happy. And uh, you can also find me on a bunch of shows, Walking Dead, and I guess when True Detective comes back, and Hannibal. Oh my God, I can't even keep track of what's coming back. He just this lives week. here. I, I, I have like five shows here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, please, again, rate, comment on all of our AfterBuzz shows. And other than that, thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Yay. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, Roxy. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.